Okay, hello and assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome back with us on Borak Borak Policy. In this third episode, we will discuss a policy regarding animals in Malaysia and its implementation. I am Jamal and this is my partner Norma. Today we will be talking about animal cruelty with our special guest Mr. John that represent Quas Animal Welfare Society to share his expertise regarding the topic. Hi, welcome Mr. John. How are you today? Hello, I'm good, thank you. And before we uh, really start, just want to apologize if the environment is a bit uh, noisy. It's a shelter, so you're going to hear some animals in the background. So I hope it won't be too loud. I think it's okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, Mr. John, before any further ado, can you briefly introduce a little bit about yourself? Uh, so I have been with Paws for uh, over four years. Uh, generally what I do is mainly public relations. So, you know, most things about communication and, and dealing with uh, the public or various departments uh, that we have to liaise with. So, I, you know, do most of the communications, like the PR basically. So, before we dive into the topic, a little bit of facts for you guys. According to Malaysia's Veterinary Services Department, there has been a 30% rise in the number of reported animal abuse cases across the country from 510 in 2017 to 662 in 2018. What saddens me more is that more than 90% of these cases involve dogs followed by cats. Even until now, we can see that there are still animal cruelty videos lingering on the social media. For the question, what is animal cruelty and why is it concerned to our society? Okay, animal cruelty or animal abuse uh, is outlined very clearly in the Animal Welfare Act of 2015. Uh, so, just uh, in a nutshell, you can, you can get the clear definition uh, if you just search Animal Welfare Act 2015. But just to summarize it, basically it's whenever you, you cause uh, pain or suffering to an animal or um, you don't let the animal exhibit its natural behavior. Um, you know, keeping an animal caged up or, or leashed up, uh, not feeding the animal the proper nutrition, it actually covers a very wide range of wide range of actions. So mm. if you want the full definition, you can, you can check out the Animal Welfare Act. Uh, but in a nutshell, basically, if you mistreat an animal or, yeah, as I mentioned, if um, something as simple as caging it the whole day, not allowing it to to act in its natural way, you know, for example, cats have a tendency to, it's in their nature to want to scratch. So, you know, if you have a cat as a pet, you ideally you have to prepare, uh, provide them a scratching post or something, you know, otherwise they're definitely going to scratch, for example, your furniture and whatnot. And if people do not realize that it's part of the animals, like for example, the cat, it's a natural behavior for it to scratch 
Um, then, you know, when the cat starts scratching the furniture at the house and then they, they get scolded or, yeah. or, you know, they get hit by the, the owner because they, they didn't provide them, you know, the scratching poles or something for them to get that natural uh, desire mm. out of them, you know, the energy out of them. So it covers a very wide thing from nutrition to behavior to um, how you keep the animal animals enclosure the cage things like that there is a minimum size and all these things so if you animal welfare act will give you the full definition (laughs) okay Okay, uh, so i think that's a good information that we give there well for animal lovers out there i'm pleased to inform you that malaysia has an animal welfare policy that you have stated the policy is under the Animal Welfare Act 2015 Malaysia that gazetted in December 2015 that criminals who commit the offences face a fine or not less than 20,000 ringgit and not more than 100,000 ringgit or any imprisonment not more than 3 years or both. Okay. Oh, that's a really huge amount. A question for Mr. John, can you give us the explanation of animal cruelty and why is it a concern towards our society? Ah, yes. So I've actually touched on the first part of your question, which is what uh, animal abuse or cruelty is about. Um, The second part is why does it matter in our society? Because, well, it it does matter because it does reflect on how we value life, how we treat uh, creatures other than, uh, you know, other other people, other humans. How do we treat other living beings? So it really shows the compassion of a nation. Um, you know, generally, the more, uh, how do I say this? You know, um, Mahatma Gandhi gave a very good quote a long time ago, you know, he says, um, the greatness of a nation can be judged by how the pe- its people treats the animals. So from that quote itself, you can tell that you can, you know, you can tell uh, how well-intentioned um, a person or a nation can be just by how you show kindness to other living creatures. I mean, it goes back to something as simple as, you know, what your family will teach you at home. Um, like, if you go out to a restaurant or a place to eat, you have to treat everyone well, whether the person is the waiter serving you, whether, you know, it's a, a fellow patron in the, in, the, in the restaurant, you know, we have to always, you know, show kindness mm-hmm. towards not just one another, not just other humans, but to other uh, life forms as well, yeah. whether it's animals and whatnot. So, you know, that, yeah. so that is, you know, at the core of why it's very important for us as a society to, you know, show this kindness towards other living creatures. Uh, studies, many studies have also showed um, people who abuse or, yeah, people who abuse animals or let me put it this way out of many uh, murderers or serial killers out there a vast majority of them started off by abusing animals 
and killing animals, and then they progress on to uh, the humans. So, you know, it's uh, very important for us to start teaching uh, from a young age, you know, to, to love one another, to love all, you know, living creatures, you know, on earth. It's, I think it's a very important thing, you know. Uh, we're not just helping ourselves, we're helping the living creatures as a whole, the society as a whole, other living creatures as a whole. And there's nothing but positivity from that, you know, <coughs> from showing kindness. So, yeah, it's, I think it's very important for, for a nation. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is a very great answer of all my 22 years of living finally i really know that it is so concerned to towards our society yes jamal as mr john stated that there is core why us as society should show this kindness to living creatures and it is very worrying that it is now a concern towards our society before we proceed to the next question, I have a sad story regarding this matter. When I was around 12 years old, I saw my group of friends abuse street dogs. They hurt them by using sticks and stones. And even until now, I can see here their laughter and the street dogs yelping. That moment changed me and also changed my perception that animal cruelty can occur at a very young age. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't even know that you had a tragic childhood with your friends. I'm very sorry that you have to go through that situation. This is why we have to monitor our friends' abusive behavior towards animals. So let's move on to our next question for Mr. John. Why would anyone have the thought of being cruel to animals? Is it because of environmental factors? Um, well, it's... it's quite a tough question to answer because you're also delving into psychology and whatnot but I think as I mentioned earlier you know uh, ed early education uh, helps a lot um, be, if your family teaches you from a young age you know to have a love for animals to, to treat them kindly you know it, it really reflects well on not just you, but when you go out, like when you go to school and you, you, you mingle with your friends, you know, there will come a time when, you know, you will come across this issue or this topic, you know, with your friends. Like, oh, maybe your friend has a pet and then you, you start talking about, you know, how we should uh, show compassion and kindness towards animals. So when you are brought up from a young age to, to have love and respect, then you are more likely to share that information, you know, to share that positivity. If, if you grew up in a, in a family that, you know, uh, you know disregards uh, yeah. animal life, animal welfare, then, you know, you are more likely to grow up thinking that it doesn't matter, you know, it's normal for people to, to don't, don't have to care for animals as well. You know, humans are a lot better, so animals are below us, so we, we don't have to treat them well. So, I think it's, um, yeah, something, as I mentioned, it, it can get a bit complicated when it comes to psychology, but I think it begins with early education, 
whether it's a question of nature or nurture, I think there usually will be a little bit of both. Mm. Uh, I can't talk about the nature part because that's about genetics and how people are born with certain uh, predisposition to do certain actions or, you know, but nurture is a very big part. Even if someone is, let's say you're born with like, you know, let's say you're, both your parents were murderers somehow and <laughs> your gene, somehow there's like some sort of murderous gene, even if it's true. But if you are a baby, an innocent baby, and you were nurtured, you were brought up in the right way to, you know, th- all this can easily be, be corrected, you know, if yeah. the whole nature argument is true. La. So nurturing is a very important thing for sure, you know, starting from a young age, teaching and sharing, not just with our kids when we have families, but, you know, with our relatives, our friends, you know. So that the message goes out further and further from, from there. Yeah, I think that it's very important to we love to the cats and other animals in early age. Eh? Yes, great answer from you. Thank you for the answer. I can't even think how people can do such cruel things to animals that appear to be cute, especially cats and dogs. They must realize that animals have a feeling as well. Yeah, uh, from my perspective, if a child sees an elder cruel to an enemy, animal, they will process them in their mind and will remember till they get older. For some other reason, they would change, but some of them, not all. This will increase the cases of cruelty to animals in the future. Okay, so let's continue with our next question. So, Mr. John, is there a connection between animal abuse and criminal violence? Uh, well, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, um, studies have found that there is a very big um, link, you know, hmm. between people who have committed serious crimes, such as murder, and they trace back their history. That, you know, there's a very high a percentage of them that start off by abusing animals. Wow. You know, it can start off by maybe a frog in their garden. They'll like, put some, <laughs> you know, set it on fire. You know, it starts with things like that. And then as they grow up, you know, it becomes more and more, uh, you know, wicked. So studies have shown that there is a link. So I think that's why it's important to you know, not even start yeah. using animals. I, I agree with you because this behavior, I think, is the same because they don't have humanity in their heart. But some of them just act like they have the power to abuse, but in reality, they are just cowards. Some of them know that is wrong, but they feel that they can impress someone by being abusive. I also agree with you, Jamal. I guess they never fluctuated by the law because of their actions. But animal abusers, in my opinion, also tend to commit dom- domestic violence, either publicly or covertly. We take the case of Luca Mugnioda as an example, an animal abuser turned into a murderer. If I'm not mistaken about the case, 
He is currently serving a life sentence in Quebec's maximum security port Cartier institution in Canada. It was a very traumatizing case and viewer discretion is advised if any of the audiences want to read about it. Thank you Jama for the additional information. So for my next question, I would like to ask Mr. John, how does animal abuse relate to domestic abuse? Uh, I don't, well, that's kind of a bit out of the scope of what um, I, I would be able to answer. Um, I am very sure that there is a link uh, from animal abuse to domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. um, just as there is a link from animal abuse to, uh, to murder. Um, but I am definitely not a... A professional in that field so I definitely will not be able to give you any you know a factual comment on that but just that research and studies definitely has shown a link between, between animal abuse and an escalating uh, violence yeah if you, if you, if you will yeah. yeah I think I have seen a video on TikTok do you have seen Norma uh, yes I have seen a video in TikTok and YouTube showing that there are some groups of children as young as seven years old being cruel to animals. They also post video of dogs and cats being harmed. And to make matters worse, they even enjoy watching cockfighting. It is very concerning. Before we go any further, uh, do you have any opinion about uh, the animal abuse and domestic abuse do you think your your opinion not not the facts or any other thing yes my opinion is that that is my personal opinion would be there is a link uh, you know because both of them you are abusing a helpless uh, victim mm -hmm. uh, you know you can start off with a person hitting a kitten or hitting a puppy and then they do it repeatedly and then they feel desensitized to them it's like not a big deal i hit a kitten or i hit a puppy it's not a big deal and then from then one day at home maybe they have an argument with you know whoever one of your family members and then and that anger that rage mm -hmm. you know will come up because they, they are used to hitting animals so it's just a matter of time before they transition to hitting someone else another human being yeah so you know it's there's definitely a a, a link Yes, in my personal opinion. Okay, so the next question, Mr. John. Is it normal for children to develop animal cruelty behavior? If it is normal, how can it be possible? Uh, I wouldn't say it's normal. I think when it comes to children, you know, kids do have a sense of wonder when they are growing up and they are exploring the world. Uh, you know, kids may not have a very good judgment to know, oh, this is good, this is bad, this is right, this is wrong. Mm -hmm. They may not know it at a young age, but they are, at their minds are learning about the world. They are very curious about everything. So, you know, they may inadvertently, that idea may pop in their head. Like, for example, I gave you earlier, like they see a frog in the garden, maybe like, hey, it's a frog. And then maybe they start off by taking a stick to poke it because they're curious. You know, then it can increase to them being more curious wanting to do more things and like you know um 
I heard of a case, you know, someone just spray lighter fluid on the frog and then just set it on fire, you know. People, well, I guess kids, they do have that sense of wonder, but it is the duty of, you know, uh, the parents and the family to, of course, just like in, in every aspect of their lives, to educate them, you know, to teach them uh, how they should act in certain situations, how they should treat other you know, it's it's all part of growing up. So it's very important to have that that education uh, and uh, a good role model from a young age. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, true. Uh, your question as to you know why do kids tend to do it? I would say because they have a sense of of wonder to explore the world and to see what would happen if I do this, what would happen if I do that. But as we as older people, as adults, it's our also our, our duty, our responsibility to share the knowledge, you know, that, oh, you shouldn't do this because then you are causing the animal a lot of pain, a lot mm-hmm. of suffering. Just like, you know, if someone were to do it to you, you would feel the pain. It's the same thing when you do it to an animal, the animal will feel the pain. Also. So, it, yeah, so the answer to your question is probably because of the, you know, sense of, wonder yeah when you're very young you know exploring the world everything he wants to do yeah yeah i completely agree with you mr john about that children not normal to abuse animals because it's just they curious about living creature so children need to be taught the true meaning of love for both humans and animals from an early age so move to our last and final question before we end our podcast. Do you think that the animal abuse policy in Malaysia is effective? Can you elaborate? The animal abuse, what again? Sorry, is it policy you said? Yeah, animal abuse policy in Malaysia. Is it effective? Um, well, it is going in the right direction, no doubt. As we have talked about the Animal Welfare Act of 2015, uh, so that was implemented uh, relatively recently. The previous Animal Welfare Act was as old as, I think it was either the 50s or 60s. Uh, so it was a very long time ago. Um, the, the, the coverage of the protection and as well as the punishment for the, for the crime was a lot uh, weaker was a lot more lenient in the 50s and 60s. So I think we have moved in the right direction in recent years that they have strengthened the Animal Welfare Act. So we are definitely heading in the right direction. But of course, as with anything, there is always room to improve. But we will take it one step at a time. You know, we have Animal Welfare Act of 2015. Now I think the focus should be um, making sure it's implemented and executed well. So... I think we are on the right track and overall I think with the help of technology and social media um, people are a lot more aware as well Um, access to information is a lot better so whenever someone is curious about animal welfare or animal abuse uh, questions you know they can easily find relatively good answers online so overall I would say that we are heading in the right direction you know like I said the AWA of 2015 mm. has provided better protection, better coverage, and harsher punishments. So hopefully, this will be a, a good start in, you know, providing stronger deterrence for any more of these abuse cases. 
I absolutely agree with your opinion, Mr. John. Animal abuse policy in Malaysia, it is very effective and going to the right uh, direction. With the implementation of Animal Welfare Act 2015, better protection, better coverage, and they will get the punishment of cruelty towards animals. Yeah, also in my opinion of view, point of view, the abusers need to know that we won't overlook about animal cruelty. Animals have no voice, so we as humans need to stop animal cruelty and making sure their voices have been heard by the society, right? Yeah, I think that concludes our discussion for today. Thank you, Mr. John, uh, for your time in sharing your knowledge and expertise regarding animal cruelty with us today. We really appreciate your willingness to collaborate with us in spreading awareness about animal cruelty. Hope to see you again. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a yeah. good day. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mr. John. Okay, to all our listeners, thank you for listening to Borak Borak Policy with us. Don't forget to follow our Instagram at emissioncmp and you can also listen to our pre previous episodes to gain more insight about our content. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.